going to be in the same season, operating at the same level, you know, having the same goals. So it's really important to take inventory and evaluate frequently and often, you know, what does that support look like and how is it changing season to season? Heyo, welcome to Built to Be You. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say this journey is so much more fun with the bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. Welcome to the very first podcast episode of 2023, Built to Be You fam. I hope that this podcast episode blesses you right where you're at, no matter the season that you're in. And since our last podcast episode together, at the very end of 2022, I have since done a cross-country road trip and moved from the state of North Carolina to the state of Colorado. I have had a whirlwind of emotions and just experiences since being here already, And the one thing that has really been the common denominator of all of it is where today's podcast episode came from. And that is figuring out what support looks like to you in this season. And when you first think of the word support, what is the feeling that you get both inside of you and around you? You know, how does your energy shift when you're supported? What does that support look and feel like on the inside? And really, what does it look like? And that's what we're going to kind of pick apart today in today's episode because I think it's really important to know what that support looks like for you so that way one, you can communicate it with others, but also so that way that you can create it in your own life, in your everyday living, your everyday experiences. And this very much so came from my road trip and my move, I am going to be renting a room or I am renting a room from another nurse. And it's the first time <laughs> that I've had a roommate in um, I saw, since my sophomore year of college. So like five-ish years. Um, so I'm definitely not used to sharing my space with other people. I was really, really nervous to have to like share a fridge and like, am I still going to be able to meal prep the way that I want to? And like sleeping in somebody else's bed and it's not my like own cozy sheets and like having to actually like put clothes on to walk around my house. I don't know. You know, it's those little things that you do when you're alone that you don't realize that you do until you like, not that I would like walk around my house butt naked. Anyways, now you have this visual of Michaela. Stop. Okay, we're moving on. But anyways, what I'm saying is that once I got here into this house and into this new environment, and even before I moved here, I really had to think about what are the ways that I need to support myself in this transition? How can I ask other people for support in this transition and what does a supportive environment look like to me and I'd start by talking about people and a lot of times we have a hard time you have a hard time probably asking others for help or support in the areas that you need probably because you don't actually know how you need supported and so by asking others for support you have to first sit down and ask yourself How do I want the people in my life to support me in this transition? How do I want the people in my life to support me on this dream or this goal or this vision? And because you're a woman tuning into this podcast, I know that you have big dreams and I know that you have good big goals. And I know that you are so strong-willed and driven that you think that you can do it all by yourself. 
And there probably is some truth to that. But I also want you to know and to acknowledge that there's a sea full of people around you who want to help you get there. And when you really allow yourself to be open and accept that help and accept that support, you 10x the trajectory of where you're going and the speed at which you get there. Because when you are on a path with people who are on a similar journey as you, or you are on a path where, you know, people are willing to grow with you and cheer you on and maybe, you know, take on some of the work or maybe even be an emotional support system, you realize how much quicker you can get to that end goal. And I think about things like with this podcast, I really have big visions and big dreams and big goals for what I want this community to grow into. But I found one that I didn't really have the self-accountability to do the work behind the scenes. So I looped in one of my best friends, Liz, who is also a podcast host of the podcast Lift You Up. Um, I said, hey, do you want to do like a 12 month long accountability challenge where each month we focus on, you know, just different podcast topics or niches? And she's like, heck yeah. And so in a small way, we're supporting each other. We're both living in our own worlds. We're both growing our own podcasts. We're both living in separate states. But that was how I knew that I need supported in this podcast space. And the goals and the visions that I have was by looping her in and using her for a layer of accountability. Another example of this, you know, Look at your every day. Are you a woman who is trying to start a side hustle or you're training for a marathon or you're raising tiny humans? Those things all take large time commitments, right? And so it's like you have to realize that when you're putting energy into one thing, you're taking energy away from something else. And so how can you ask somebody in your life? Maybe it's like your husband or your significant other or, you know, whoever hey, can you run to the grocery store for me so that way I can spend time investing in this podcast? Hey, can you meal prep for the week for us so that way when we get home from work, we have more quality time to spend together? And so it starts by knowing, you know, what is your bandwidth and where is it that you need a little bit of extra support? You know, it might not be physical support. It might be also like mental and emotional support. You just need somebody like, hey, I don't need any advice from you right now, but I really just need you to listen. I need you to hold a space for me to just be non-judgmental, to remain neutral, and to just let me like rant. And I think that that's so, so huge is that when you have to know when you want feedback feedback versus when you just want somebody to be a listening ear. And I've learned to do this with my friends a lot, especially if I'm talking about topics that maybe they're going to have an opinion on. I'm like, hey, I'm not here to collect opinions. I'm just, I just need a space. And you have to have that knowing of what it is that you need first before you can ask it. So I really encourage you to slow down right now and, you know, even hit pause in this podcast and ask yourself, what does support from the people in your life look and feel like right now in this season that you're in? And you have to know with, you know, each of these different topics that we talk about today, that that support is going to grow and evolve as you grow and evolve as a human, because you're not always going to be in the same season, operating at the same level, you know, having the same goals. So it's really important to take inventory and evaluate frequently and often, you know, what does that support look like and how is it changing season to season, goal to goal, you know, even like 
Think about like the physical seasons outside, right? The support that you need in winter when you know you're cooped up inside a lot longer, the daylight hours are shorter, might be much different than, you know, when you are a free spirit during the summer and you spend more time outdoors and like that's where your mental and physical energy goes to. So just remind yourself that support is going to look different in every single season, but it's really important to, you know, really take an honest look at that often. And that leads us into, you know, your habits and your routines. And those are forms of support too. And so, you know, really just taking an honest look at your current energy, your current joy and excitement, your current engagement, not only with yourself, but with the people around you. And, you know, really asking yourself, what habits do I maybe need to add What habits do I maybe need to eliminate to create more support for myself in this season? And my business partner, Erin, actually reminded me of this the other day because I was like, man, you know, we're in this new year. There's this buzz and this high, you know, buzzing around and I just don't feel it. She's like, Michaela, you literally just did a cross-country road trip. You have been spending so much time with others for the last like two weeks. And as somebody who usually spends time by myself, I wouldn't say like all the time, like I do get good energy from spending time with other people, but you know, you know, just the holiday season can be really energetically demanding. And so not only was I doing a cross-country road trip in the middle of like an Armageddon snowstorm, I was also spending time with family and people who I don't normally spend time with. And don't get me wrong, I'm so grateful. I love them so much, but it takes a toll on me, you know, as the days continue to go on. And then I have all of these stressors of moving to Colorado, you know, figuring that out. And, you know, I could go on and on. Anyways, the point is, is she's like, Michaela, you have a clean slate. You have a new environment, you know, new intentions, new, um, day-to-day structure essentially how can you create routines that are going to support you in this season and she's like don't try to duplicate or replicate what you were doing back in North Carolina because that's not might not be the support that you need now and I was like man you're so right and the support that you need in this month in January February March April whenever you're listening to this podcast episode might look a lot different than the support that you need in a different month so really take an honest look at you know what's going on in your day-to-day and energetically where you stand and then taking a look at your habits what's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning do you scroll social media and consume 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 or do you do something to go create you know how are you taking care of your body physically? How are you nourishing or fueling your body with foods and nutrition? How are you talking to yourself? How are you, you know, what are you consuming? Are you consuming, you know, media and material that lifts you up? Or are you, you know, consuming the latest negative Nancy news? And when you look at those small day-to-day habits, you realize how they support your energy and your intentions. And I do think I'm in such a beautiful transition season. And honestly, like that's one of my favorite parts of travel nursing is that, you know, yes, we live our life three months at a time, but that's four opportunities in one year, you know, at minimum that I get the chance to reset and revamp and refresh my routine. And even if you aren't a travel nurse, you know, really breaking your life up into two, three, four month increments and, you know, really doing an honest evaluation and assessment rather than just waiting until the 12 month mark, you know, every couple of months checking in with yourself, you know, what habits are supporting me right now? What habits are not supporting me right now? What kind of, you know, what parts of my routine do I need to change? And so, you know, here I am, I'm in Colorado and I was like, like, man, you know, what, 
what routine or what habits would be really supportive for me right now in this environment, in this space, in this season that I'm in. And, you know, I go back to my tried and true habits. I know the things that, you know, I've been somebody who's been on a personal growth journey for five years now. So I know the things and the habits that do support me through all seasons. And they come at different increments or different volumes. But this one specifically, I know that journaling is a non-negotiable for me because it helps me just stay in a like a state of reflection and it really helps me stay grounded in you know what it is that I'm feeling rather than just pushing or shoving it away things like reading every single morning you know I honestly was trying to read my I had like a daily goal of reading 10 pages a day for the last couple of months and I was trying to read my book before recording this podcast episode and it was like I literally want to slam my head into this book it was like this book is not exciting me at all right now and so that for me was a big red flag that I need to change up that part of my routine and change up that habit you know that might look like reading a different book that might be like changing the goal from 10 pages to five pages, you know, whatever that might be, but, you know, really just allowing yourself, giving yourself the permission slip to change your mind and knowing that a habit that served you previously might not serve you currently. And, you know, it's just a matter of taking that inventory. And when those feelings and those emotions come up of like, "Mm, I'm actually not that excited about this, you know, giving yourself the permission slip to change. You know, another thing with the new year is a lot of people set um, like physical goals, you know, workout goals, movement goals, and that's great. But maybe right now in this season, if it's where you're at and it's getting a little bit, you know, not getting, it's been cold. It was like negative 40 degrees when I was in Iowa. And, you know, I'm in an off season for training right now for running. So I was like, I'm not excited about going for a run right now. Like, no way am I going outside to go for a run. So I was like, okay, what's something else that I could do that would physically move my body and help me create good energy that's not running. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go for a walk on the treadmill. I started using the Peloton app and that's a fabulous app, by the way, if you're somebody who uses the treadmill a lot, 10 out of 10 recommend Peloton app. Um, but anyways, you know, like I said, just allowing yourself to change and pivot with the ebbs and flows of life in the season that you're in. And this leads me into your environment. What does support in your environment look like? And what I mean is, you know, how can you create an environment that energizes you and that excites you and that sets you up for success to achieve or keep making forward progress on your goals? And kind of going back to what I was talking about in terms of, you know, moving into somebody else's space, you know, not being in a full two-bedroom house like I had back in North Carolina all by myself, you know, really having to allow myself to collaborate and be in a space with other people. I was like so stressed. I was like, how am I going to podcast? Like, how am I ever going to get work done? Like, am I going to be recording podcasts from my car? Like, I have no idea. And so I had all of these fears and all these limiting beliefs. And then I got here to Colorado and I took a look at the space that I had. And I was like, okay, this feels clean. This feels tidy. This feels supportive. And how can I make it even more supportive for my goals? And when I was looking at things like podcasting, run coaching, I was like, I need a space where I feel like I can be creative. You know, it's not like I'm not somebody who can, well, sometimes I can, but I'm not somebody who can like sit in my bed and podcast and like 
do athlete programming and like create content. I need like a separate space that's going to help kind of remove me from one environment and put me in another. It kind of is just like that mental and physical shift of the environment transition that really helps me feel, you know, like I can get into a mojo where I can get into like a good workflow. Um, so, you know, I was looking at the space in this room that I have and I was like, okay, you know, I don't probably have a ton of room to put a full size desk. I was like, but what's going to be the next best thing? And so my aunt and me went thrifting and I found this super cute, actually it's not even that cute, but it's so perfect. It's like this little like shelf thing. It doubles as a workspace. I can put my laptop on it. I got my podcast, my podcast mic on it. I got a candle. I'm still able to create an environment that feels supportive to podcasting and getting into a workflow. And it doubles as organization, extra storage. And I remember I was so in my head about not having the space. And I was like, wait a minute, I get to create the environment that supports me in this season. And you get to do the same. Look at your current environment where you live day to day and really take inventory of how it is or is not supporting you and what you can do to shift. You know, other things that you might not think of when it comes to your environment. Is your kitchen super cluttered? Is your bedroom super cluttered? Do you have clothes thrown everywhere while simultaneously you're trying to stay organized and gain clarity inside internally when externally you just have this chaos going on? And, you know, Your external environment does shape your internal environment. So, you know, having a tidy, decluttered space also actually, you know, frees up that brain capacity for you to, you know, really shift your energy and focus to other things because you're not so focused on everything that's going on around you, which is like, there's probably research behind it when it comes to like minimalism and those kinds of things, why that is supportive for, you know, whatever kind of life. I don't know the research on that because I'm definitely not a minimalist, but I'm somebody who does do well and thrive in environments where it is tidy and it is clean. You know, other things to think about when it comes to your environment. Do you have things strategically placed throughout your living environment, your room, your kitchen, your bathroom, as cues and reminders of the person that you're becoming? One example of this is like setting out your workout clothes or your work clothes the evening before the morning you're going to wake up or putting sticky note reminders on your body length mirror in your bedroom or on your mirror in your bathroom you know, in your fridge, do you have food and meals prepped that are going to be supportive towards your goals that are nutritious and fueling, you know, easy to grab and go? Those things are also a part of your environment. You know, a lot of times we think about just the environment being like, I don't know, outdoors, the grass. Yeah, that's part of your environment too. But you're like inside your everyday living environment, I guess, is what I'm getting at. And, you know, I could even go on another tangent about what, like, your internal mental environment looks like, but I don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now because that could be, that could be a whole other podcast episode. Moral of the story is I really want you to take inventory and really start to ask yourself what support looks like to you in this season and, you know, allowing yourself to change your mind, allowing yourself to have those hard conversations with the people in your life who want to support you and, you know, really actually allowing them to support you. Looking at your habits and routines and, you know, really asking yourself, is this actually supporting me in this season? And if it's not, what's something that I could add in that would be more supportive towards when I want to be Become or the goals that I'm working towards or the intentions that I set for this new year and also taking a good hard look at your 
physical environment, especially where you live day to day, where you function day to day, where you work day to day? Is it cluttered and chaotic and messy and, you know, just draining? And if it is, if any of those things need to make a change or to be different, it just takes one decision, one decision for you to be like, okay, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do things differently today. Or, hey, I'm going to take one day out of this week to really take inventory of what support looks like for me. And this is why journaling is so important for me. And this is why I was able to have this realization and implement these things into my new environment here in Colorado because I was able to be honest with myself, but also because I had the space to reflect, aka my journal. And even when my aunt was here visiting, there was... (laughs) We had spent at this point probably like 10 days together. And one day, like one night I looked at her, I was like, hey, I'm on do not disturb from like the time I wake up tomorrow until at least 12 or one in the afternoon. Please respect that. I will be up in my room getting things done, so on and so forth. And then, you know, after I had that time and that space for myself, I was energetically able to show up better for our final day together with, you know, exploring Colorado. It was New Year's Eve. So just know that those hard conversations actually do have a time and a place and a benefit, not only for yourself, but for the people around you. And it all starts with bringing that awareness and that knowing to what support looks like for you. And again, take inventory often and know that it's going to change with the different seasons that you go through. But my friend, that is all I have for you in this week's podcast episode. I'm so excited to see where we grow and evolve to, you know, together in the year of 2023. Podcast guest interviews will be coming back in the next few weeks. I, you know, just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for your patience and your persistence and for you showing up here every single week with me, tuning in, growing with me. I wouldn't be on this journey if it weren't for you. And the way that we can get this podcast to grow in 2023 and to just impact more women in a community, in our community on a deeper level is by you leaving a rating and review. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can just scroll all the way down to the bottom of the podcast and you'll see a spot to leave a review and a five-star rating. It truly makes all the world of difference in our growth and the you know just our reach in this community and again I wouldn't be here without you and without you sharing it so I appreciate you and I love you so much Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon. 